prepare to put on your tinfoil hats. Hey guys, welcome to the show tonight. Dane is unfortunately still out of town on business, but do I have a show for you tonight? I'm going to interview a gentleman who is also an artist who actually has his own diagram that he made of the creature that he's had two separate encounters with. He believes it to be a skinwalker, and it was just an absolute blast talking to him. It was a wild ride. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, Ziad, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Nice to be here. Yeah, man, I'm really excited to hear about your story. Um, this is going to be our first episode that we're going to air uh, talking about skinwalkers. But, uh, you know, tell, tell us, where did this happen, man? Like, just, just go right into it, man. Tell your story. Well, um, uh, the first instance of this, because uh, there are uh, four real uh, things that happened. Um, first was I was uh, with my uh, with my dad. Uh, in the we were uh, his old truck, his uh, big red ra- um big red ram. Uh, we were coming home. I can't remember if it was from like a doctor visit or something. But uh, as soon as he kills the um the headlights, because our um our house to is um facing the south, and so the truck is facing the east. And as soon as we turn off the lights, um, we I, I see this massive shadow starting to get up and run like bolt into the into the woods behind our house to the north. Um, and the thing on its own, I didn't get a, uh, the best look at it before, but all I could really see was its backside while it was running away. And, um, uh, you gotta you gotta think uh, about ten feet tall, no arms, like skinny and darker than pitch black but it still has definable features uh, just from the faint light of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was creepy enough on its own. Uh, then uh, I get a text from my friend who happens to say that uh, she ended up seeing uh, the exact same thing uh, outside of her house in about like uh, 20-ish, 30 miles away. Um, and understand, I live in um, South uh, Western Pennsylvania, so a lot of woods compa- uh, just outside of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ends up seeing that same thing, and not too long after that, she ends up seeing outside of her window, and uh, end up like we end up comparing individual details and confirming that we see the exact same thing. Um, but this this is only a couple of days after, mm-hmm. um, and like uh, she's had a few instances since then, but um, for the most part, it's not happened a lot. Uh, then, um, one night, whenever it's, uh, cause the weather here, it changes on, at the drop of a dime. Um, I, it was rather cold one night, so I get up from my bed to close one of the windows, and the windows, uh, have a porch just below, uh, that cover the front porch. I mean, they have a roof that cover uh, that covers the front porch just below the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I look outside, I close the window. I look up and there are these two orange glowing dots staring at me with something dark uh, that's crouching on my roof and blocking out the light from like the bushes and the garage from across the alleyway. Wow, um, dude. And the the creepiest thing is um, uh, I made a post about this uh, asking about uh, any details, any information. And whenever I was describing how it felt to be around it, um, I misworded and said it didn't feel like there was anything there. 
but it's um what i mean is not really the absence of something but like like there was um like when someone's around you feel like a kind of warmth or a kind of like just like subtle disturbances in the air or like the pressure around you this thing it kind of felt like it was um like extra space that shouldn't have been there or, or interesting um, or like nothing existed there at all really weird to describe that's wild tell tell me yeah. about the first time you saw it did you so you said your dad was with you right yeah he um he was uh since he was turning off the engine and he's um his view was blocked off by uh by a, a row of hedges just in front of um just in front of our house leading over to the garage and mm -hmm. uh, down the alleyway so he didn't see anything okay okay tell tell me about about the first time you saw it more in detail uh, what did so you're saying like it was real tall it's... yeah it was uh, um all right um whenever we whenever we pulled in um the the lights were shining bright into our neighbor's yard and mm -hmm. Uh, there's this scarecrow that's um, just goofily sitting down there, uh, like one of those, um, not not quite dollar store, but like Walmart ones with a big happy smile, and like it's not not really scary at all. It's just a Halloween decoration. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with those. So as soon as the lights go dark, um, it almost looks like it's getting up from the same spot or maybe behind it because it's leaning up against a log, and this massive black shadow, like I said, ten feet tall and just sprints off it turns to the right and sprints off uh to the north of our house mm -hmm. uh the, the um best way to describe it it's like um you, you if you've ever seen uh well if you if you've ever played a game like um like gary's mod or something they have a specific uh model for like a burned up body like it was that kind of skinny and the legs okay. The legs, it, I couldn't, both times I couldn't see the feet, but it was weird because they kind of like stretched out, uh, not quite like a, not like a wolf, but more like a, um, kind of like a bird's talon where they have the long foot and only the toes are hitting the ground. Oh, that's freaky. I know what you're uh -huh. referring to, how it was a little bit off there on how it, how it's actually was moving. It was like running tippy toe kind of thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and it, it, I want to say that the legs were stiff, but it was weirdly, um, I don't know, they moved a little bit cartoonishly. When it ran, did it, well, tell me about the torso, did it Did it rock side to side? Was it stationary while the legs were moving? Like, it was hunched forward. Um, like, yeah. uh, kind of like if a dog was running tail between its legs, or while uh, while a cat was hunting its mouse. Okay. So like it, it's it, like even its shoulders were like uh, leaning more closer to the head while its head was a little bit bowed down. Um, its spine was arched forward and uh, its legs were um, they were moving slower than it should have looked like. But that might have just been because of its size. That's that's freaky, man. That's really freaky. That would, that would mess me up pretty bad personally, man. I don't know how I would deal with that kind of. I was definitely something. anxious for quite a while especially after hearing somebody else seen it when, when, when did this happen exactly when was this first encounter how long ago was that um uh, maybe a month or two okay was there anything in particular that that sparked these kind of encounters like did you notice any anything out of the ordinary man or is it just just normal normal going through life kind of thing this stuff started happening um i'm not really sure because um 
uh like i've I've had uh uh like i've i've had like um everybody has their highs and lows mm -hmm. um, i've gone i've had lowers uh lower lows than a lot of people would think um mm -hmm. but i've actually been doing really well for myself and like i i wasn't i didn't have anything focused on my mind whenever it just happened um and uh don't get me wrong i do i do believe in like the paranormal supernatural that sort of thing mm -hmm. um because th there have been other freaky occurrences um but like the the skinwalker thing um i i kind of believe it's that because of uh similar instances that have happened around my house though that might have just been me losing my marbles Tell me about the other. The, I didn't. I didn't know about. I don't think we, you mentioned that for, uh, earlier. Was uh, other stuff? No, it's um. Yeah, it's uh, like like I said, we've had some uh, like pretty paranormal things, like um, hearing screams. Uh, then there's like uh, floorboards creaking, like there are footsteps. Um, occasional occasional things will knock over or even fly. Um. Uh, it it doesn't happen often, but whenever it does, it's definitely freaky. How long has that uh, stuff been going on? Um, honestly, I haven't kept track. It's, oh, so uh, it's... It's, it's 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 few and far between. So it's um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but the weirdest thing was um, uh, going down the stairs because I thought uh somebody was uh somebody was trying to come into the house. So you know, end up grabbing a bat and like creeping down. I look what. Uh, I look out to see what looks like uh, my brother's face um, from standing in front of the uh, the door on the outside from the porch and like start to melt away, even though I knew that he was upstairs. So I, I just nope back to my room. That's freaky. I actually had a I had a guy. Uh, he wouldn't come on the show. I actually shared his story though on our Facebook page because uh, he gave me the okay to still share it. Um, right. He was. Uh, potential it he he doesn't use he didn't use the word abductee but he he definitely had a weird experience with loss of time and just some weird stuff that happened to him but basically like he woke up in the middle of the night like his pets were gone and he went downstairs and there was like this light coming through his like doorway and like just just all that classic like weird alien abduction stuff but one of the things that he said was that when he woke up the next morning uh he like there were just things that were off that reinforced to him that it wasn't a dream. So like he 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 tried to write it off as a dream originally because he was like oh it must have been a dream but then he went downstairs and noticed that his alarm system had been turned off and he know that knew that he for sure said it and then also his fish tank which this was the biggest thing for me was his fish tank was missing two thirds of its water, and it was a, it was a big fish tank, so forty gallons of water just basically disappeared, and there it wasn't on the floor. Like his, you know, fifty-five gallon fish tank only had you know like ten something gallons left in it. All the fish were still alive, but there was no water anywhere. Um, so my question to you is: Did you find anything the next morning that was out of place? Um, no, that's um, that's a thing though. Is that um, it, it was just me heading back up, and um. And like I just uh, I'm a regular insomniac, so that's what I'm saying. Is that I'm not sure if it's me losing my marbles or if it's um mm -hmm. or if it was actually something like that because um I do not get a lot of sleep um like I've I've gotten gotten used to it. I'm usually I'm like pretty awake, um, mm -hmm. pretty like I'm not I want to say alert, but I'm more aware of my surroundings. 
Gotcha. Um, so whenever I see something like that, I um I just do my best to like um well, I, uh, since I'm not usually the one to get all like tensed up, um I, I just uh make sure that I'm calm and then I kind of prepare myself in case something would happen. Mm-hmm. Man, that's really freaky, man. So yeah, so yeah, looking around for answers, I um I ended up making the post on Reddit and uh, uh I I actually made two simultaneously, one in cryptids and the other one in um uh what was it? Uh cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. Um and asked around for a bit. Um and I uh there were some cases where I really felt like uneasy. Mm-hmm. Uh even walking downtown, I I saw a shadow on the steps. I wasn't sure if it was just another person or that thing. Mm-hmm. But I kept walk I kept walking just to make sure. Uh got home, no incident, nothing like that. Um but that was where I took the uh the photo the uh, same day whenever I took the photo to do a few images of uh just do some more sketches of what it looks like in comparison to what you might think. Mm-hmm. How did you uh how did you how, how did you judge the scale? Uh, this is something I wanted to ask you about. Is uh the first time you saw it, what what gave you the ten foot range? Was there like visual things that you knew how tall they were already? Yeah, there's um, well there's uh there was the um. Uh, the, there's the garage that I said that ran past, as well mm-hmm. as like um standing up next to um there there's there's other neighbor houses and stuff on the other side of the alley and the yard where it stood up so okay um not to mention whatever it was uh crouched in front of the window um just the way that it getting an up close visual uh the way that it's uh, every one of its limbs were contorted to crouch down yeah, man that's freaky when you saw it for the the second time on your uh on your like roof i guess we'll call it um when you saw the eye shine that that really stuck out to me was it was it glowing eyes or was it eye shine from light glowing glowing that's really wild looking mm-hmm. how bright were they like, uh you, you ever see whenever a fire is burning out and they're still orange embers yeah that bright yeah man that's freaky. like like those little um almost the size of like little led um mm-hmm. like not even what is it like six volt lights mm-hmm. yeah that's freaky man tell me about the screams man tell me about the screams you've heard were, they, were those coming from the forest like near your house or were those like in your house kind of thing uh, a bit of both um I, I know that um like i i don't credit a lot of them because um I mean, unless it's like directly in the house, because we've we've got uh, rowdy and uh, annoying neighbors. But mm-hmm. that's uh, fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah. Have you? Ha, does anybody else you know like? Because I'm I'm sure you've have, have you been living in this area for a while? Yeah, about um about seven-ish years. Okay. Are you familiar with anybody? Any friends? Any neighbors that you've gotten to know over the years? Have they? talked about anything like this or any kind of weird occurrences in the forests or in the nearby area i'm a pretty indoorsy guy so i don't um i don't really talk much to my neighbors other than the occasional hello goodbye or whenever i'm passing by Mm -hmm. um but the strange uh strange thing uh that i have noticed is a lot of missing pet signs recently really yeah um weirdly enough it's more cats um and my cat, my neighborhood itself is like it's pretty regular for a bunch of cats to be outdoors. Mine both go out, 
um and because they're jerks they like to chase deer mm-hmm. um but uh strangely enough there has been um i think about four different missing cat posts signed up um wow. signs posted up um as well as like uh like ju- even just the number of ones that i see in the neighborhood has gone down that's interesting that's really interesting i wonder what's causing that that's really Really I mean, it is getting cold, but I don't. I don't think it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's well. Like, I mean, I live in, I live in Phoenix, and like, I used to live in in Scottsdale. Everybody had cats, man. Like, all our neighbors had cats. Um, and and I mean, our winters would get down to like, our our winters for like about a week get down into the 30s and freezing temperatures, and cats still wouldn't go missing, man. Like, uh, everybody on like I said, everybody on my street had cats, and like I never never saw like anything where like we would have mass amounts of cats going missing or anything like that even with the cold temperatures yeah so that's that's really interesting yeah but like the last time i saw it was on my roof um and in that possible uh appearance whenever i went downtown but i'm not quite sure about that one Mm -hmm. um and uh telling uh somebody about it um not gonna say the relation but um uh, she's a bit of a Wiccan, kind of knows the witchcrafty thing, says that she's dealt with them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, still still yet to ask any information about it, but um, uh, she grows, like, herbs and um, herbs and spices and, like, um, various witchy things to, like, put up, uh, not quite incantations, but, um, you know, blessings around. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't really had that quite uneasy feeling uh, in quite a while. Not since she, um, not since she did her thing. Yeah. But, yeah. That's that's interesting. So yeah, like you're referring to like types of warding and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's that's really interesting, man. I wonder, I wonder why it all of a sudden started showing up. What it was, and if it's the warding that stopped it, or if it's just a Maybe. passing through. Who knows? That's freaky, yeah. man. Well, uh, considering that it was regularly seen um, on four or five different occurrences um, in two different spots, thirty miles away, back and forth, yeah. Right. So you're saying this person that that did the warding and stuff, where he was dealt with these things before and has seen them before? Yeah, supposedly. Um, but uh, I like I've I've uh, I haven't been able to do that much research into like uh, witchcraft and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiccan spirits or um, creatures. Uh, I only know very. Um, I know some of the Native American ones and some various um, like old folklore creatures. Yeah. What do, What do you think it is, man? Like, I want to. I want to know your opinion on that. What do you What do you think it is? Is it a biological creature that's living out in these forests? Is it some type of? I think like I. I if I'm referring to skinwalkers, they're they're actually considered to be like a witch. Like, um... Well, well, that's why, um, that's why I had mentioned that there are, um, there are different, like, uh, different tales of how Skinwalker is conjured. Uh, some of them are just the witch. Some of them are, uh, are spawned into existence by witches. Mm-hmm. Um, and my best bet, um, would be either that or definitely, um, or definitely something that is unnatural but it's it's alive undoubtedly so you you definitely think this is something that's that's real that that's that's physical here well, considering i'm not the only one who's seen it that's that's wild 
what, what, what kind of, what, what, what do you think its purpose is? You know, why, why would something like this exist? What, what, what's it doing? You know, what, what do you, what do you think well, on that? Well, I can't, um, I can't quite say because I don't know whether or not it was, um, I can't tell if it was curiosity or contempt, mm -hmm. but I'd rather not find out. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, I think I'd, uh, after having two experiences, though, I, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd be good on seeing anything like that. You know, it's the first time you saw it. I want to, I want to know your opinion on this. Did you, did you, the second, like, were you, did you ever doubt yourself the first time you saw it? But after the reassurance from this other person and seeing it for the second time, did that kind of confirm everything for you? Well, I was, um, slightly, uh, slightly doubtful because, uh, like I said, the insomnia and all that, but um, whenever I had it confirmed by somebody else who, um, for as big of a distance, and then confirmed by a second person, um, it definitely does cause a little concern. That's wild, man. That's wild, man. I also, like, I, I saw you did the, um, so I saw you did the, the, the drawing of it, and, right. uh, like, like the, the drawing is awesome. Like, it's, I think it's a great, a great way to, uh, to depict it because a lot of times when I have people on, man, it's, it's hard to get that. It's hard for them to convey what they're seeing. But, um, I was wondering, can I, can I share this on my, on my Facebook? If that's yeah, okay. Go right ahead. Uh, use, uh, use both. I, um, uh, and if you'd like, I can, uh, I can create another one. Um, cause I, I've been like, whenever, before I released that one, uh, I did take a few more, uh, shots to show just like how, uh, cause the one I took, while it's not quite as menacing mm -hmm. um as the whenever it was on my roof there was definitely like the kind of like playful observance the first time whenever it was running away mm -hmm. something and... that i that i noticed here on this drawing is that i wanted to point out is you um there's like a ridge on the sides of the head tell me about that uh are you talking about the diagram or the um the diagram or the okay uh yeah, that was um that was uh when whenever it was on my uh on my roof, I couldn't quite tell if they were horns, ears. Um I don't know, it was just very uh it, it was a it was definitely a quicker glance than I uh, glanced than the first time that I saw it. Mhm. Mm um, it was it definitely it was uh like a split second seeing the eyes and then closing my curtain. That's freaky, man. That would mess me up pretty bad. That would really mess me up pretty bad seeing something like that. Get used to demons. <sighs> I guess, man. You know, everybody's got them in their own way, I guess. But man, this thing is this thing is freaky looking, man. Yep. the The arms thing is really, really bothering me that it doesn't have arms. Yeah, that was definitely something that caught me off guard. Did did the arm so the absence of the arms? Are you, you, so you're certain that it had no arms and it wasn't like they weren't tucked in or something like I, I'm that? I'm more th more than certain. Wow. Because it um uh because it wouldn't have had anywhere to put them with uh, how skinny it was. I saw its front and um whenever it arched its shoulder uh, blades the shoulders forward, there was nothing like rotating to the front, nothing hidden behind, nothing like that. Oh man, that's crazy. Which is definitely, um, like I said, whenever it has that like cartoonish-looking, uh, stilty way about it, um, mm -hmm. like whenever it stood up, 
uh, from the first time I saw it, like, and, and think like uh, like a scarecrow. If it's sitting flat on its ass, uh, legs forward, and it's back up. So it like has this massive knee going over its head before the one foot hits even touches the ground, mm-hmm. then anchoring itself up. Yeah, man. I just I'm just looking at your uh, your drawing for the the scale, like doing it to scale with like the the with the run. Yeah. Oh man, dude, that that would that would mess me up pretty bad. But uh, man, you're you're actually pretty good. You're 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 a pretty good uh, artist in in that sense, and definitely the diagram specifically. That that's that's really really well done. I, I'm actually really impressed by that. Yeah, I mean, uh, doing uh, doing the art is kind of uh, what I do. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Man, that's that's freaky, man. Is there a? Is this something that that this type of this type of stuff is this something that's ever like previously interested you? Like, have you ever been? into well, this kind of hard, stuff yeah it's it's hard not to be like enamored with like ghost shows or um and i remember there was this uh one show i used to watch um way back when when uh cable was actually like in every home there was uh uh there was like close encounters with monsters like um uh, there was a video of a family that were they were hiding from what they believed to be the jersey devil and um and these mm-hmm teens from like college or something that were camping along on the beach and then this like dinosaur looking thing attacked i've never been able to find it since but definitely um like being interested in cryptids is kind of uh it's kind of hard to ignore them yeah for sure man like one of the um something that i've always talked about like there's actually um Actually, there's actually a guy that I work with. I work with two guys. They're they're kind of the polar opposites. One one guy is actually kind of the reason that I started this whole podcast. And uh, there's this guy that I work with. He's very much a squatcher. He believes in Sasquatch and stuff. He's had two encounters with with uh, Sasquatch when he grew up in Washington. And um, he showed me this one podcast called Sasquatch Chronicles, which I highly recommend you check out. By the way, I think um, I've heard of him before. Yeah, it's an outstanding podcast. And uh, that was a big inspiration for me to start this podcast was the the Sasquatch Chronicles guy because I haven't found one that covers like I'm sure they're out there but I haven't found one that just covers everything thing unexplained and really goes in depth with a lot of this stuff and that's right. that's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast but the the other guy that I that I work with is the complete opposite full science minded skeptic unless you physically put a body in front of him He's gonna mm. he's gonna tell you that it's that it's not real, unless you right. physically find it and can show him that something that isn't in a book already is real. He'll never believe you. And right. something that I think is really important for people to understand is is there's confirmation bias on both ends. Yeah. So he's always like, show me the evidence, and I'm like, well, man, like. People are seeing something, man. There's a lot of people out here that are seeing the same thing with no. Yeah, technically that is considered the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not well documented. Exactly, and, and history is written by victors, so you don't know what exactly happened. Exactly, so it's it's tough, man. Like, and I, you know, he he's definitely one of those guys that that'll that'll, that'll deny the. Uh, that he's he's starting from a confirmation bias because he's the skeptic. But uh, you know, if you're if you're seeing everything as BS straight from the get go, it's like that's a confirmation bias too, man. 
But if mm -hmm. you if you're out there also looking for everything is a ghost or everything that doesn't make sense is you know something creepy, that's also a confirmation bias. So I think it's important that people find some mid ground and have a healthy amount of skepticism when they go into stuff and be like, you know, what could this be? And then you know weigh the options and you know gather the data around it. But I think that's an important thing that I feel like people yeah, don't talk about too much. You know, gotta see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, I think uh, I think we're kind of wrapping this up in terms of like telling your story, man, for sure. Like, cause uh, you don't have too much more that happened beyond this, right? Um, no, I, uh, I really haven't, uh, seen it since I haven't really felt that same, uh, like ominous feeling like foreboding mm -hmm. or anything like that. Whenever it's, uh, whenever it was around, um, I, I haven't gotten any word about, uh, my friends seeing it. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, definitely. Like if you see this thing again, man, definitely come back on the show, man. I'd love to talk to you about it again. That, that thing is freaky looking, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely want to, any, any data or any information that you can get about it, like definitely like, let's talk some more about it because like, this was such a fun episode for me. Um, yeah. Have you heard or, of the book Skinwalker Ranch? I have, but I'm yet to read it. There's an audiobook for it on Audible. Actually, if you get an Audible account, I have the book so I could send it to you for free. If you do ever get an Audible account, let me know. I'll hook you up with the well, book. Yeah, I, um. I do like uh, scary stories and creepy pastas and all that. I, uh, with Mr. Creepy Pasta being my personal favorite, like mm -hmm. it's just something to listen to in my spare time. Um, but yeah, there there are some Skinwalker Ranch ones on there. Yeah, there's this one particular book that I'm referring to was uh, I think it was back in the '90s, man. Like basically, like I'll, I'll paraphrase it for you, but definitely anybody listening tonight, definitely definitely go and pick up this book and give it a give it a listen or, or read it yourself but basically it's about back in the 90s all these scientists the, the, there were these farmers that, that moved on to this ranch and they started having all these weird experiences with, with basically something that matched the description of skinwalkers and eventually some scientists caught wind of it and basically got the funding to go out there with like the highest end equipment possible to try and document this kind of stuff and i mean they had some of like the craziest stuff that, that was available back in the 90s measuring everything from like natural phenomena to unnatural phenomena and like trying to categorize it and like figure out if this was something natural that they could you know read and explain and they like it's just like this whole wild ride and then at the end of the book and this is a true true story book and it's non-fiction and at the end of the book basically i think if i remember correctly i might butcher the ending here but basically they lose the funding because they're not gathering any data because the stuff is so unexplained and i think the government ended up actually buying the ranch at the end of it the u.s government yeah. and i'm like what the heck is the u.s government buying a ranch out there in the middle of nowhere for so right. it's it's definitely an interesting read and i i would highly recommend that anybody that's that likes that kind of stuff should definitely go and read this book because it, it goes into a lot of science and just how even with like the technology that we have that we're not able to measure this kind of stuff yet, at least. We haven't figured out how. Yeah. But um yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, the um there's also the uh the episode with um like I said, the uh, Ghost Adventures crew going to Arizona for the Skinwalker mm -hmm. uh canyon. That was um season fourteen, uh episode seven, uh I believe. Mm -hmm. Um 
the only thing though is that um they don't really have a proper conclusion to the episode uh all i remember was that it ended and uh they they haven't even discussed it since um uh, with some uh some video uh and auditory things that definitely are unsettling especially with the description that's mm-hmm. what um that's the only reason why i really believe this could have been uh, could have been one yeah man for sure that's that's really unsettling yep man but uh yeah man like one one, one final question before we kind of wrap things up here man you uh a lot of people come on the show and they they say that a lot of people are really hesitant to come on the show because you know they don't you know they don't know how it's what it's going to be like but uh they, a lot of people a lot of times people say that they they really were glad they get the game on the show and they had a place where they could you know talk about what they saw or things that they experienced and not be you know just absolutely ridiculed for it you know so i want to ask you man like you challenged the unknown tonight how do you feel um well i'm uh definitely not i don't try to be that private of a person i don't um i don't really care much for other people's opinions on me and Mm -hmm. um my goal in life has always been to um uh to like uh, do acting and um stuff like that so being on being on camera or being put on the spot uh isn't really something that scared me Mm -hmm. right on man for sure yeah i'm glad you uh i'm glad you had a good time coming on yep thanks for inviting me yeah man anytime so let's wrap this up and uh Hopefully, if you see this thing again, man, love to hear about it. Love to hear about it. Yeah, you'll be the first to know.